Hi, I'm Mike Glenn, and I like powerlifting. Welcome to What Do You Like, the podcast where we get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. Today, we are very lucky to have Mike Lynn joining us, and Mike Lynn's passion and hobby is physical fitness, which I think is amazing. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Pretty busy day, but uh, besides that, doing pretty good. How about you? Doing all right, doing all right. Just getting used to this this podcast situation. Yeah, um, very still very new, um, yeah. but it's really exciting. Um, I feel very lucky to be the second guest. Yeah, I feel very fortunate. I mean, I'm happy that I made it to a second podcast. So um, very. <laughs> well, still lucky. gotta edit the first, and then you'll be get your second one. Oh no, the first one's edited. Oh, it's edited already. Okay. Yeah, I mean, nice. it took it took me a couple hours, but I mean, it's done. I mean, nice. and, and hopefully, if people listen to this one, they've already listened to that one. Yeah, um, and they can judge how much better I am or worse <laughs> I am after the first one. Yeah, um, but this is exciting, exciting to have this conversation, um, yeah. and I really think it's uh, uh, obviously the the hobby is fitness, and uh, mm-hmm. and you mentioned uh, previously, you mentioned like powerlifting and things like that. And I just think it's really exciting to kind of understand the person's mind who has that passion mm-hmm. because I definitely do not. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, I think this will be a really great conversation. Um, and hopefully I can pick up some, uh, some pointers to kind of lose some LBs or at least uh, be able to do like more than two pushups. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, kind of get started. Where did this kind of like, passion for physical fitness start like were you really young or just more of a later in life kind of passion yeah so i'll say i mean it definitely started early i started playing hockey in like second grade um that was my first i guess technically my first sport was t-ball um in like kindergarten or whatever um but my first like major sport that i started playing like that i started liking was hockey um floor hockey um started doing that um then i went on to track um, then I went into football and track and then wrestling a little bit. Um, and then after high school, whatever, I just like really in high school is when I started powerlifting um, or started lifting. Um, and then high school, I kind of got really serious. Like junior year, I stopped, or right after junior year, I stopped doing track um, and I just had just lifting. So that's when I got really serious into lifting um, and kind of bodybuilding type of stuff. And then college, I was still lifting a little bit. And then after college, you know, we went to work and everything like that. Um, so I stopped lifting for a while. Um, and then recently, you know, in the last like four years or so, I started getting back into it and started taking more, my fitness more seriously again. Um, then I got to the sport of powerlifting, which powerlifting is like, uh, basically you do uh, squat, bench, deadlift. Um, those are the three main lifts for powerlifting. Um, and started figuring out, I started following all these like fitness influencers online and everything like that. I kind of got into powerlifting. Um, it's like another sport I can do. I can kind of go back to sports and be competitive again because I'm a very competitive person. So um, I need to do something competitive and it helps motivate me to really 
push my limits and everything like that. Gotcha. So that, that's really interesting. Cause I mean, growing up, I, I'll say this, I mentioned on the, the last podcast, Mike, I've known for many years, but I mean, we've never really talked about weightlifting. It mm-hmm. hasn't really come up in personal conversations. So right. that's why this is, this is a really interesting conversation, <laughs> but I mean, uh, we are both involved in youth sports. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever competed against each other. I guess probably football, football that one time. Yeah. When, but yeah. I don't, when I tackled Rollins, um, <laughs> yeah. And I covered yeah I, caused a, yeah, I caused a well, I caused a fumble opening kickoff. I remember that game. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I remember yeah. the only thing I remember <laughs> from that is the stuff I did. Because um, <laughs> that was by far my best game. Um, yeah. I'm, we still lost, I'm pretty sure. But uh, wait, no. You guys did, yeah. You guys lost. We did. We were actually pretty good. Not because yeah. of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that our, like, that would, that would have been sophomore year. Our sophomore team was pretty good. Okay. Our varsity team was terrible, but our sophomore team was pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I was involved in all those sports. Yeah. But I, the, the lifting and the, the cardio was never something yeah. that I was really into. And I, the, com- the competitiveness was not something I was into. I liked the team aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I liked winning, but yeah. I didn't really, the idea of, uh, pushing myself to reach peak physical fitness to mm-hmm. achieve goals was never something I was into. Um, but that's something that it was very much part of you. And do you think it was yeah. your competitive nature that kind of fueled that? Or could there be other things that kind of fueled? I would say that? primarily, primarily, yeah. It's like my competitive nature and wanting to be like the best I can possibly be. Um, and like something, I'm the type of person who I go all in or I don't go in at all. Uh, so either I give a hundred percent of myself or I don't do it period. So like for me, if I'm going to be, you know, working towards powerlifting or like being, you know, just lifting in general, like I, most people, when they lift, they, mo- uh, they lift to, you know, look good or they look to be, you know, sometimes it's health to me. That's not enough motivation. Um, I need some sort of competition. I need to be um, striving towards something, you know, with powerlifting, it's, it's a competition. Anybody can do it. Um, it's just a matter of like how much work you put in and how much, um, you know, obviously your Gen X would come into play. Um, not everybody's going to be like to get to, you know, like Larry Wheels is like the t- strongest person on the planet, basically. Like pound for pound, I mean. Most people are not going to get to this level, obviously. Um, he's like one of a kind. But um, it doesn't even matter how many PEDs you take or anything like that. You're just not going to get there. Um, but uh, for me, I just want to be, I want to push my limits to as as much as I can. Um, it's always been, uh, for me, it's always been, I want to be, uh, the best I could possibly. I want to maximize everything I can do. So even like in my personal life, I want to maximize my time. I want to maximize my, you know, my efficiency and everything. Like with you know, by like my charity efforts. Like I want to be the, you know, I want to do as much as I can um, with my time. I want to make sure like I give as much as possible in my life. For me, there's no point in like doing a half ass. I want to make sure it's all the way, you know, all the way there. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so that so it's 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 almost less a competition against other people and more competition against yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always been, yeah, it's always been about me. Like I don't care. Like people can beat me. I'm not, I don't ever compare my, myself to anybody else. For me, it's always like, am I better than yesterday? Am I near my potential? Um, and right now I first answered, yes, I am better than myself yesterday, but I'm not anywhere near where I think I can be. Gotcha. So what, I guess, what does success look like in, in your mind? Well, I have a, uh, like for powerlifting, it's by total weight you lift. So total weight you lift between the three lifts. So right now I'm at like 1100 total. 
I want to get my total to like 1300, which is like national level. So like in, I'm not going to get that this year, most likely, uh, but maybe in like two years, assuming I don't have any injuries or anything like that, um, which is a big issue. Like my body's been getting injured a lot more frequently lately because it's getting older. But yeah. If I can get to 1300, that'd be like national level. Um, that's my goal for the next like five years or so. Um, after that, I don't know what success would be after that. Cause the thing with fitness is you'll get to a level. Like I, if I was like this, like last year, for example, I'd be happy if I got to level I'm at right now, but I'm still not satisfied. So I can say I want to get to 1300 and be satisfied, but I don't think I would be satisfied at that point. I probably want to get, I'd want to just push my body to whatever I can get. Okay. I, so the one thing that, that just pops into mind, okay. like, is there, I guess you get to 1300, which yeah. I can't even fathom. <laughs> I mean, because so it's three lifts. Let me let's 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 yeah. cover this. So it's three lifts. Yep. I assume it's bench press, yep. squat, deadlift. Yep. Oh man, look at me, fitness guru. <laughs> I also said it earlier, so oh, don't give yourself okay. too much credit. Well, I don't remember you saying it, so subconsciously right. I still knew it by myself. Yeah. But so so those those three lifts, you're you're right now lifting a total of eleven hundred pounds. Yeah. Which no human should be able to do. Yeah. No, no normal, not normal. Yeah. No average human yeah. can do. Yeah, 1,100 pounds between all three lifts. So it's not like 1,100 deadlift. Right? That's like Thor level. Yeah, Is, are there people out there that can do 1,100? Yeah, so the mountain, uh, like half Thor okay. from Game of Thrones, he, did, he actually set the record recently. Um, he lifted, like, it was 501 kilos, which is like 1,105 pounds or whatever, which is like nuts. Like that's the in, world record in a deadlift. Yeah, was it straight bar deadlift or is it? Yeah, straight bar deadlift. Okay, yeah. I never did those. Yeah, I always did the was it was hex bar. Hex bar. Yeah. That was that was my my. I was always strong in the legs, but uh, yeah. my arms were always terrible. <laughs> uh, I think my I think my max bench was like just shy of uh, two hundred. I okay. might have I might have just got just gotten over two hundred. Gotcha. So just the the idea that you're doing eleven hundred among three lifts to see what's insane to me. Um, <laughs> but it's actually like not, I mean, it's like above average, but it's not like elite level for like powerlifting. Like people will take powerlifting seriously. It's like, it's about average. I'm like your average lifter gotcha. in my weight class. I mean, so, so you're saying like right now the goal is 1300. Yep. And that's like national. So like in national competitions, people are lifting around 1300. That's like the minimum. Class. Yeah, that's like the minimum if you want to be national level. Like the top person in my weight class, um, he's like from like fifteen hundred or something like that. But like his deadlift is like seven hundred pounds, his squat is like five hundred fifty, and his bench is like four oh five or something like that, which is like nuts. Wow. So he's like he's like he's over fifteen hundred, I think if I did the math right. I'm not. I can't do the math. Right I think it's like 1600. So I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm the, you're throwing numbers at me that I'm just yeah. amazed with. Um, I mean, he's so, like the top in the world. So like, I, you know, I'm not gonna say I can't do it, but like, obviously that's like a big battle. But yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. The, I think that it's amazing that you're striving for even close to that level. Yeah. But I think that's that's part of the joy is the, is the I guess the the work leading up to that. So, like, I want to talk about, like, when you are in the gym. Yep. What does, like, lifting bring you joy? Does it, like, let calm you down? Like, what are, what, are, what are your feelings when you're in the gym? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So, 
for me, it's like, I have a lot of anxiety and depression, like just mental health issues. And it helps me a lot to kind of just relieve stress. And um, I just get to zone out for a while and just kind of focus on just kind of letting loose a little bit. Um, you know, with uh, with powerlifting, you have to, I mean, if you're going to be really good at powerlifting, you have to have like some sort of motivation, like that's mental. Like, well, it's just relieving stress or something like that, or just like getting out some aggression or something like that. Like, every powerlifter has some of that, whether because it just helps motivate you. Otherwise, you're just doing it for fun, and you're not going to get those top lifts if you're just doing it for fun. It has to be some sort of benefit, like health, mental health benefit. Like, in my opinion, maybe not everybody. That's just my opinion, but in my opinion, like you need that to kind of give you that extra push, because uh, most people kind of plateau and then they just get stuck there forever, and they don't kind of push themselves past that limit. Um, that well, I shouldn't say limit, but past that plateau. And if you don't have that like extra motivation, that's like this intangible, um, you're never gonna get past that plateau because um, it's it's hard to get past that. Um, like I got stuck at like 285 bench for a while, um, and I was getting so frustrated. But eventually, you know, it was just hard work and just give it like just you know basically zoning out and kind of just really letting loose on that you know letting loose any like held back aggression I had in my mind or anything like that helped me push me over that and like once I got the feel of like a 305 bench you know it was easier to train for that um and train to get better than that so yeah I guess yeah for me it's like a lot of mental health related uh, reasons to like why I enjoy it so much gotcha so it's very much a coping mechanism correct yeah um if I bring in my therapy background, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, I guess I worked in a therapy. I was never a therapist. I don't want that out in there. <laughs> I was never a licensed therapist. Yeah, but I that, that, that definitely like the idea of coping with other things. Yeah, um, I think it's an incredibly healthy thing that you're using, uh, maximizing your physical limits. Yeah, as a way to do that. I mean, most people, like myself, we use uh, pizza. <laughs> um, or, uh, again, I mentioned this in the last podcast, but, uh, uh, binging as a, yeah. we talked with uh, our friend Robbie about binging anime. Um, he yeah. denies that he binges. I believe you, <laughs> you are actually, I think on my level of, of yeah. binging. When it comes to TV, like I am definitely a binger. There's, there's no holding me back, honestly. Yeah. But. Gotcha. So, I mean, that kind of goes into like. You're, when you're in the gym, like maximizing your time. Yeah. So you feel like that, like I kind of mentioned like that, like everything in your life, you just want to do as much as you can. Yeah. What do you do to kind of relax? Well, I mean, like to me, the gym is like kind of relaxing to me. Like that's when I get to, you know, just turn my brain off for a while and just focus on lifting heavy shit, you know? So I, think, I don't know if I curse in this. I don't know. <laughs> we'll <I'll> see. <laughs> I might, I, I'm, I haven't at this point. I haven't uploaded anything yet, so I'm gonna right. have to put like explicit. I don't know okay. what that means. Yeah, I don't have any sponsors yet, so uh, okay, you can say whatever you want. Well, I, I can redo that a clean version. Um, no, nah, don't. Okay, <laughs> we'll, keep, we're, we'll keep all this in. Okay, <laughs> this is never gonna air. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. For me, it's like more about like that is a way to, for me to relax, so I can just like turn off my brain and just focus on one thing and um like lifting is like a very i mean yeah it's like a lot of mechanics and then you have to get the form right and everything like that so there's some thinking to it but um there's not you can kind of you know just turn off for a while and just lift that 
deadlift or push that bench or whatever, um, push that squat or whatever. All you have to do is just one motion and you just kind of turn off your brain. So for me, it's like very relaxing. I get to release some endorphins and everything like that and kind of, um, and then when you're af- after that, you know, you're too tired to really be stressed out. Um, so after that, I'll just, you know, lay down and watch anime or uh, whatever. I have to catch up on One Piece, but you still haven't done your homework. I watched one episode at the, oh it's not as gosh. good as the other ones. <laughs> I've already finished my homework for this week. Yeah, you, it's just not as good as the other animes I can be watching. Yeah. I should, I, I should tell the listeners we are going through the anime One Piece, which has 931 episodes. Yeah, uh, we're doing it five <laughs> episodes a week. Yeah, um, where we're so we'll be done in what 2047. Yeah, um, I finished uh, My Hero Academia, so I have more time. Gotcha. I finished that too. Yeah, the so. death. Sorry, I'm gonna go off in a tangent real quick, but um, that fight with the spoiler alerts, but that that fight with uh, the Yakuza, the Yakuza boss. In the middle of the season, season four. Oh, the okay, yeah. yeah. When he said all for one, a hundred percent, I actually got like super excited. I was like, "Oh shit, this is the best. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome." <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I don't. I kind of remember that because here's the thing: I watched yeah. when they were airing live. Yeah. I might cut all this. This is really as yeah. a tangent. I might keep yeah. it. In. Who knows? There's no rules. <laughs> um. But, like, I definitely watched all of season four, except for, like, the last five episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Until nothing happened last just five episodes. now. Yeah. Well, there was an amazing musical performance. Yeah. But there's, um, I was so disappointed in the second half after that fight. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, now we're going to do a festival arc. Yeah. Without maybe, like, the the gentle criminal or whatever that guy's name it was. Let that yeah. be a cooler fight, but it just was an average fight. Yeah. Well, I mean... I think it's going to lead to something a lot more later on. Probably, yeah. And all the all the people that, that read the manga don't say anything because I don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I know how to read, but I'd rather just watch the the, the anime. Yeah. But yeah, back back to it. Kind of yeah. your how I don't have phrase. I don't want to say how your brain works, but yeah. like, I mean, that's where our our passions and hobbies live. I mean, that's what makes us human is our, our critical thought and our advanced brains. Yeah. When you, I guess I'm, I'm thinking about the future and feel free to stop me if this is like too dark of a place, but I mean, at some point, like your knee's going to go out Mm -hmm. and you're only going to be able to lift 900 pounds. Yeah. Like what is, (laughs) what is like, I guess what is what is the goal? Like, what is it? Is it reaching new heights the goal, or is it just maximizing what you currently can do the goal? Well, I I definitely want to reach new heights. Like, there's there's no reason why anybody can't you know push their limits. I think a lot of people like they just don't have the mental toughness to really push it, or at least they don't have the motivation to really push it. Um, so there's really no reason why anybody can't really push the limits. So like what is perceived as limits right now. Um, but yeah, for me, like the goal is also to kind of just maximize what I can do. Like I'm not going to compare myself to anybody else or anything like that. Um, if as long as I'm like doing as good as I can, um, that's all I really care about. Um, like for me, like aesthetics isn't really a motivator for me. Like how I look is not a big motivator for me. Like if I want to look better, I'd probably cut some weight um, and look better. Like bodybuilders have to have low percentage body fat percentage. Um, I do not. 
just because I can't lift as heavy when I'm cutting weight. So uh, for me, like looks aren't important um, for me. Um, if I was going to look good, you know, I'd, again, just kind of cut weight. For me, the motivation, as long as I'm doing performance-wise, as long as I'm maximizing what I can do, um, that's all I care about. Like if I'm 60 and I can't deadlift anymore, that's okay. I'll still just like, I'll just do like bodybuilding stuff um, versus like, you know, powerlifting or competing in powerlifting. Gotcha. Yeah. So this, the idea is to always, always be the best you currently can be. Correct. And then like try to push yourself one level above that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just never want to put limits on myself. Like sure. I may have like some lofty goals, um, potentially unreachable, but um, there's no reason why as long as there's a strive for average, then there's no point. So I'm always going to strive for like doing the best I can possibly do. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of brings in, in my mind, we'll go back to where you mentioned your charity work. I mean, and you have done some work in the, the animal rights. Mm-hmm. You can kind of go into more detail there, but like what, what does this mindset of maximizing yourself look like in that realm? In that realm. So like for that, I just want to like, I feel like I've done a lot already. Um, so I'm comfortable kind of just doing, you know, what I can do, like whatever in my free time I can do. Um, but like back in the day when I had more free time and I was like more motivated to like do as much as I can, like save as many animals as I can and everything like that. Um, and I was doing like 20 hours a week of volunteer work um, back then. Um, now I'm just doing, you know, you know, five hours a week at most, maybe six hours. And that's good enough for me. Um, I just want to do what I can in my free time without, you know, really tiring myself out. Because uh, when I was doing 20 hours a week, I did that for like five years or whatever. Like that really kind of burned me out. Um, and I, re- you know, eventually I realized I wasn't really doing it for the right reasons. I did it because like I felt like I had to. And um, I felt like I was, you know, I, if I wanted to be a good person, I had to do this. And I felt like, you know, sometimes I felt like I owed it to people to kind of do this or I owed it to the world to do my part and do this, um, which is kind of like kind of self-destructive, honestly. So now I do it and I took a year off uh, just, just, you know, for personal reasons. Um, I won't, I don't want to get to the details on that, but um, I took a year off from animal shelter work. And then eventually I just realized I wanted to do that um, and I wanted to help out more. Um, and now I do it because like I really, really want to. Um, where before towards the end of it, my last run, I was just kind of just doing it because I felt like I had to. Gotcha. So that shows like a healthy understanding yourself and understanding your limits. And then I think that really, I think that really says a lot that you recognize your motivation wasn't pure. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously right now, powerlifting is something that you're really focused in. But that makes me think that maybe in the future you realize that your motivation is no longer pure in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. So I guess that shows that your passion is driven by kind of like a moral compass almost, um, which I think is incredibly amazing. And like kind of where you you feel you can best either help yourself mm-hmm. in, in positive ways or help others in positive ways. Yeah. Um, and then finding the balance too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to kind of figure all this out. Um, like before, I just I was not living a balanced life. Like in my twenties, I was not living a balanced life, like whatsoever. Um, like I felt like I was like I was spreading myself super thin all the time. Um, like I, 
sometimes I was like, you know, I have two dogs also. So like, I felt like sometimes I was neglecting them too. They'd be at my mom's house a lot. Um, and I wasn't really doing stuff for me anymore. Um, I was kind of just doing stuff for like everybody else except for me. But now, in you know, last like four or five years or so, I started focusing more on like my mental health and everything like that, being more mindful of myself. Um, just kind of finding more mental balance and emotional balance rather than just kind of, you know, basically, you know, quote unquote, sacrificing myself for other people. That's very interesting. Um, kind of go from there. What would you tell yourself from your early 20s that you've like learned in this time? Mm-hmm. To, to better understand all that. Yeah. So I've like, I've actually been thinking about this a lot. Uh, like the one thing I would really say is like, it's okay to do stuff for yourself. That is one thing. Like I never, I never wanted to do anything for myself. Like I didn't, um, I always thought like, Oh, put everybody else first. And that's kind of just how I grew up. But like, for me, I like, it took me a while to realize like, it's okay to do stuff for yourself first. Um, it's okay to take care of yourself first. And, and that's you should. You can't really take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself. You really can't do anything for other people unless you are like taking care of yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's something. I mean that, and that's part of yeah. the growing process. I yeah. think. Um, I'm sure we all have things that we want to tell our younger self. Yeah. And one day maybe we'll be able to do that. Although it'd be terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah back to the future style world. But yeah. I mean, we might be heading that way. Yeah. I would Who never knows? go, I would never go back to the past. Yeah. Like, if the time travel was real, I would be too worried about messing up my current self. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, we already can go to the future. It's just called like a coma. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean like they can also, if you can travel at the speed of light, you can travel in the future, but yeah, uh, maybe one day. Maybe. Age. So, yeah, that's crazy, crazy stuff. So I guess the the these podcasts are not like very topical, but obviously something that's going on right now as we're recording is the mm-hmm. the COVID nineteen crisis. Yeah. Um, how has that affected you being able to power lift? Sure. So luckily, I am fortunate enough to have like all my home gym stuff. Um, so I have a squat rack where I can do bench, squat, deadlift. Um, and actually made my own deadlift platform um, out of plywood and like rubber. So I actually haven't been affected. I've had, I had this all before COVID happened. So no, I never actually, I actually don't go to the, I have a, well, I have a coach where I go to the gym like once a week um, and train with my coach. But besides that, um, I'm just working out at home. So it actually hasn't affected my training like whatsoever. Wow. So you're like a doomsday prepper, but powerlifting. <laughs> yeah, it was well it, that all like came from me want like just being really cheap and not wanting to pay for a gym membership. So that, that was like really when it man like that's originally how it manifested, but now that you know covid happened there's quarantine like I'm super happy I have it. That is pretty pretty lucky and and I think I get again like obviously this is your passion this is your focus so it makes sense so you'd be kind of prepared. Yeah. for everything and the investment because obviously weights are not cheap yeah but if you're using them every day like yeah it's a good investment yeah like if i, I figure like my, if the math works out like if i went to export or something it'd be like you know 50 bucks or 40 bucks a month or whatever um so I, i'm getting my money back by you know after two years of using it or whatever so really wasn't that like big of an expense when you think about it like that for me yeah i get to keep it forever so yeah and i mean it's not like 
I don't know. Do weights deteriorate? I mean, it's just it's just heavy stuff. So yeah, I don't like. I don't think it does, but I yeah. mean, it probably take years and years and years, like decades. Yeah. What's so, the ha- What's the half life of a uh, <laughs> of a plate? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I guess it would just be whatever metal it is, or like whatever uh, half life that is, which uh, I admit is pretty long. So yeah, it'll, it'll probably outlive you. I'd, I'd imagine, and I'll live your 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 offspring as well. Yeah, like maybe my great 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 grandkids will have to worry about it deteriorating. Yeah. Though the weight, oh, this is a, this is half a pound too light. <laughs> oh no, this is not forty five pounds. This is uh, forty two at most. Man, that'd be rough. Yeah, man, yeah, the my future great great grandpa wasn't as strong as he said he was. Fake <laughs> weights. That's exactly what they'll say. <laughs> oh man. Well, so the one thing, and I guess this doesn't really apply to you as much because I know if I was as strong as you, and maybe this speaks a lot about myself, um, I would go in the gym and constantly look at all the other people that are weaker than me mm-hmm. and say like, oh man, that guy's only benching <laughs> 250. Like pff, that guy can't even squat 300. What is he even doing with his life? Um, but obviously you don't do that cause you just live by yourself. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you like, even when I was going to the gym regularly, like I didn't care what anybody else did. Uh, and most people don't like, that's like a, like there's obviously some douchebags who like will judge you. And honestly, there's no place for in the gym for those type of people. Like the gym I go to, like where my coaches, like if you get, if you judge anybody for like what they're lifting, like you're out, um, like they will kick you out. And like, and I'm like at a serious powerlifting gym too. So it's not like, everybody's lifting like lightweights or anything like that. Like everybody's lifting heavy weights. Um, but I never feel judged. Like just people that are way stronger than me over there. Um, but I never feel judged. And honestly, like if you are judging somebody who's, you know, just trying to better themselves, like you're, that's, that's your own issue. There's obviously something wrong. Like you feel something wrong about yourself rather than them. You're just kind of taking out on them. Um, cause everybody there's, just, you know, trying to get better. There's no reason to judge anybody. Just trying to, you know, make their body better, be healthier or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that might be the difference between a powerlifter gym yeah. and like your standard gym. Yeah, because I'm sure. I mean, again, I do not frequent them. I don't. Uh, I should. Yeah, I should go a lot. Well, not right now. <laughs> right now would be the that'd be the last place yeah, I yeah. go. Um, uh, but I, there definitely is like this culture of I'm going to the gym to take Instagram pictures, sure, and appear to be physically fit. I think that definitely separates someone like you yeah. who really doesn't care if anyone, because I mean, again, we know each other personally. Yeah. We never talk about your powerlifting. The mm-hmm. only thing that will ever come up. And again, I'll cut this out. If you don't want to talk about <laughs> it. But when we were in like high school, yeah. your, your muscles were so big, you couldn't touch your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing we'll ever talk about your, yeah. your like weightlifting. Yeah. Again, let me know if you want me to cut. No, that's that's fine. Okay, but yeah, it obviously doesn't. It's not something you brag about. It's not something you really. And that's why when um, we were talking about this podcast, you said, "Well, I could do it about powerlifting." I was like, "I know Mike's strong, but like, I didn't realize you're like a powerlifter." But that shows you that this isn't about anyone else. Yeah, this is your personal passion, and I think that's something that I'm kind of noticing in these conversations like as we get older, we find passions that we can do by ourselves and we are in control of. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think when we're younger, we're, there's all this like reliance on other people. Yeah. Um, 
I like, I mean, and again, it kind of shows your transition from team sports to the, something that, that is you're in complete control of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it really allows people to take ownership. Yeah. Allows you to take ownership of yourself and you don't have to rely on anyone else. And also you're not comparing yourself, which I think yeah. is, is pretty amazing. So I guess kind of to, to finish up with this, um, what uh, we talked about what you would say to your, your past self, but what would you say to someone who I guess doesn't have the same like internal drive that you mm-hmm. do, but has the same kind of goal? Like what do you have any advice for someone? I mean, speaking kind of for me, cause obviously sure. I, I want to be able to be healthier, but yeah. I don't have the, I don't find weightlifting calming. <laughs> um, is there something you can say? Or, I mean, there might not be. It might not, it, yeah. That might not be something that is right yeah. for me. I'll have to find something else. Yeah. I'd say if you don't like powerlifting, or if you don't like lifting, period, um, there's other ways, like, you know, to get in shape. Uh, you don't have to do, like, bench, squat, deadlift, you know, twice a week, every week. Like, honestly, like, some weeks for me, it's, like, kind of torture to do deadlift twice a week. Cause it is so heavy. Um, but I mean, if, as long as you're just moving, like just start with moving, uh, start with walks, just get your body moving. Like you don't have to just start benching, you know, 225 right away or whatever. Like that's, that shouldn't be, if you're just doing it for health, that's, it's not important to bench heavy. It's not important to deadlift heavy. It's not important to squat heavy. Just do it for your, like do it for yourself. Do it for, if, you know, if you want to live a longer life, just do it for yourself and just, you know, Think about what your future is going to be like. If uh, you want to, you know, you want to avoid any like long-term disease, like diabetes or something like that. Like, um, there's a lot of studies saying, you know, you know, lower body, body fat, excuse me, lower body fat percentage, um, you know, helps with, you know, uh, preventing diabetes or cancer or anything like that. So, uh, think about that stuff, you know, to help yourself. You can be selfish in that sense. Just kind of be selfish and you know, help yourself and be healthy. Gotcha. Um, but you know, just start slow. You don't have to lift if you don't want to. You can just walk. You can do you know run if you want to, bike if you want to, swim. Um, anything active is fine because um, you're burning calories. You just have to burn calories. Any you can do, you can burn calories in any way. Just do something you like to do. If you don't, if you're doing something you hate, you're not gonna keep doing it. Um, you're gonna get you know burned out. And you're not gonna want to do it anymore. You're not gonna have the motivation to do it. Just find something you really, really like to do. Or not, you don't even have to really, really like, just find something you kind of kind of enjoy. And then you'll eventually learn to like it. And then you'll move on to other things too. So it doesn't have to be the same thing every time. Like for me, like I also do Spartan races too. Uh, and that training is completely different than powerlifting training. Spartan races is a lot of endurance training versus like just top end strength or what have you, or short term burst. It's less explosion than uh, it's more like just kind of consistent pacing. So I enjoy both, but I hate, like, I don't like running that much. I need, like, I used to be a track runner, but I was a sprinter. Um, so I don't really enjoy long distance running, but um, I enjoy doing, like, the Spartan races. But, you know, to tra- that helps motivate me to kind of, you know, run. And But once you get, like, the first, like, two miles, like, for running, the first two miles is always torture for me. It was always, it's always my slowest miles. Um, but once I get into it, you kind of just forget about it and kind of and actually start to enjoy it. So for me, I hated running at first, but then I just kind of built it up. Um, now, you know, now I just kind of enjoy it. You know, just, you can't, like Will Smith has a quote. He always says, like, you can't, you don't build a wall, or you don't go to build a wall, you know, with the intention of building a wall. You kind of just 
place one brick at a time and do it as perfectly as you can. can. Uh, I kind of butchered that quote, but basically this quote is like, you just put one brick at a time and eventually you'll get a wall. Um, just kind of take it step by step and, you know, eventually you'll get there. That was kind of a really long answer. So cut some of that. No, I, I think that, I mean, I think it's very helpful. I think, and again, it kind of goes, it goes uh, in line with the whole idea of finding a passion where the passion is never going to be the result. The passion yeah. is always going to be the process. Yeah. Um, so finding that, that whatever is the process that will kind of, that you'll enjoy that you'll, you'll actually follow. Um, yeah. I think it's definitely wise words. But yeah, so again, I mean, I've definitely appreciated you taking time again in this brand new venture I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, very much a, a new passion of mine. But I guess we'll kind of end with, is there anything that you, I don't know, you're not a professional. Do you want to promote anything? Do you want to, <laughs> do you want your, your uh, social media? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, could, you can follow me on social media. It's Mike Lynn 6 um, That's my handle. Um, yeah, it's sure. public. My, that's my only public social. So, um, you follow me. I don't post many uh, much on there, but you can follow me. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I, again, I, I appreciate you you joining. I think this is a, a excellent conversation. I think uh, I definitely gained a lot from this, and I hope mm-hmm. everyone who's listening will gain a lot on this. Again, I'd like to all the listeners out there. I want to let you know you can follow the podcast on social media, the, on all social medias, you can just search, what do you like podcasts? Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able to find it. You can, if you want email me, I have a new email address. I'm really professional now. Um, it's Jeremy at what do you like podcast.com. I suggest you try to go to the website cause I have what do you like podcast.com. It doesn't work for me. Hopefully it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, you should email me while I figure out this, this whole world of podcasting. Again, Mike Lynn, thank you for joining me. And everyone out there, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.